I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. Today is May 8th, 2019. The day was May 8th, 1945. France was celebrating VE Day, or Victory in Europe Day, the day that the World War II allies formally accepted Nazi Germany's surrender. At the time, Algeria was a part of France and was known as French Algeria. During the war, many Algerians served with the French army, but unrest had been brewing in Algeria for months. The French responded to anti-French and anti-colonial sentiment with political, economic, and cultural pressures. This tension culminated on May 8, 1945, with an independence march in Saitif that turned into a massacre of Algerian people by the French army. At the time, the massacre was described as troubles in North Constantine, but thousands of Algerian people were killed during the weeks-long period that the violence persisted. Before World War II, nationalists had begun organizing around Mesali Hajj and Farhat Abbas. Haj was an Algerian nationalist who founded the Algerian People's Party, or PPA, a nationalist organization. And Abbas created a manifesto that called for Muslims' equal rights in Algeria, as well as an Algerian constitution and autonomous state federated with France. Abbas organized the Friends of the Manifesto and of Liberty, or AML, in the 1940s to publicize the manifesto. 
Dissatisfaction with the colonial regime, nationalism, and a desire for independence grew in Algeria. At the beginning of the Second World War, the Germans occupied Algeria for a short time, but Algerians fought in the war on the French side, anticipating independence when the war was over. But as the French Fourth Republic was gearing up, members of the band PPA and the closely monitored AML planned anti-colonial demonstrations. In the weeks leading up to the massacre, protests with thousands of people had taken place in cities around Algeria, like Mustaganum. On May 8, 1945, somewhere around 4,000 or 5,000 protesters marched in Saitif, a town in northern Algeria, to demand independence from the French administration. But around 9.15 in the morning, the demonstration in Saitif turned into a riot when the police tried to seize the Algerian flags, which were banned at the time, and nationalist signs that the protesters were holding. It's not clear who fired the first shot, but demonstrators and police were killed. Algerian Muslims killed French civilians. French commander General Duval ordered troops to fire on the crowds, which were mostly unarmed. Saul Bouzid, a boy who carried the Algerian flag, was among the first people to be shot and killed, and he became a martyr in the movement. Violence spread to surrounding areas. That afternoon in Gelma, a nearby town, people from the PPA carried out a peaceful demonstration waving the Algerian flag. One demonstrator was killed, and no French people died that day. But violence escalated. Twelve Pieds-Noirs, or Europeans who lived in Algeria during French rule, were killed over the next couple of days in Gelma. European civilians and authorities killed up to 2,000 Algerians in the area around Gelma in the weeks after May 8th. The Air Force dropped bombs over Saitif, Gelma, and nearby villages. Martial law was declared in Saitif. Algerian Muslims were forbidden to leave their houses without an armband indicating that they were going to work, and those without armbands were killed. The Foreign Legion and Senegalese soldiers pillaged, burned down houses, and raped people. The French army carried out summary executions of Algerian Muslims in rural areas and lynched people suspected of participating in the riots. The massacres continued throughout May and until late June. The exact number of people killed in the massacre is unknown. The number the French gave shortly after the massacre was 1,020 Algerian deaths, while Radio Cairo claimed 45,000 people were killed. Others have estimated that the real death toll is anywhere between 6,000 and 20,000 people. 102 French colones or colonists were killed in attacks following the riots, but the official death toll of Algerians remains contentious. Nine years after the massacre, on November 1, 1954, the Algerian War of Independence began when the Algerian National Liberation Front launched armed revolts throughout the country and called for a sovereign Algerian state. By 1962, Algeria had achieved independence from France. May 8th is now an official day of mourning in Algeria. In February of 2005, France's ambassador to Algeria formally apologized for the massacre, saying that it was a, quote, inexcusable tragedy. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you feel like correcting my pronunciation or my accent on anything that I've said in the show, feel free to leave a very kind comment on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook 
at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thanks for joining me on this trip through time. See you here in the exact same spot tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net hi there i'm bob pittman chairman and ceo of iHeartMedia. welcome to math and magic stories from the frontiers of marketing this week i'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur pitball i think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society in the world today my mother's always told me son don't worry the world's always been coming to an end don't let it scare you out of living Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.